1: All right. Welcome to the show. Fifth Street Soccer here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports. I'm Nick Eber along with Kartik Krishnaya. Good to have you back, Kartik. Great to be back, Nick. Yes. I had to think about that for a minute, didn't you? Uh, no. Good to have you back. Uh, <laughs> now, what were you doing yesterday?
2: Well, Miami FC, Chattanooga FC, NPSL. Uh, national playoffs, two huge independent clubs, two of the biggest independent clubs in the country facing off. So I'm the match commentator uh, for Miami FC matches. And uh, uh, we knew we were gonna have a large audience yesterday because Chattanooga is one of the best supported clubs outside of MLS in this country. So um, had that match to call and unfortunately, uh, it spilled into our uh, broadcast time on our show.
1: And did they win? Miami FC
2: won. Yes. so they move up this round uh they'll play tulsa saturday the big match on saturday's new york cosmos and fc baltimore uh we're down to eight teams i now i now are actually there's a, a match that has to be resumed uh, between ann arbor and and their opposition uh, they were down to eight teams in the but we'll be down to eight teams in the day in the npsl postseason
1: all right well good stuff there carter good to have you back though we got a big show today Uh, We've been promising we're going to be talking about the politicization of the U.S. Women's National Team's World Cup win. Now, yesterday I had Bob Caldwell on from Collisar and Latham, the country's top soccer attorney, uh, talking about the issues around their equal pay uh, desires and lawsuits. And today we're going to talk about some of the ridiculous fallout around their win, how this has become very political. And, of course, I know it's a sports show. People don't like to talk politics. But this is a great topic. And I'm going to ask this. There's a conservative radio commentator named Ben Shapiro. And I'm going to ask you this question, and we're going to talk about this. And at the end of the show, Kartik, you and I are going to come up with uh, – we're going to pronounce a verdict. Is he a knob end or is he not a knob end? <laughs> that is the question. We're going to talk about that when we come back here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XMFC 211, Dan Patrick Sports. Of course, great to chat to our men and women in uniform as well around the world who are listening on the American Forces Network. And if you're listening on one of our digital platforms, whether it's iHeart, TuneIn, or the award-winning SiriusXM app, we welcome you to the show. Just a reminder, every weekday, weeknight that is, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, we talk the beautiful game right here. We hope you will make us a regular part of your week. All right, we're going to step aside, take a break, and we'll be right back to kick this show off after this.
0: New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline is engineered with four levels of defense against gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. It's sort of like having ninjas protect your engine. That helps keep your engine running like new. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. It's fuel for thought in engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline.
3: It's summertime once again, which means pool parties, barbecues, and relaxation, but it also means home projects, which aren't much fun. So why not let Home Advisor take them off your hands? From minor repairs to major remodels, Home Advisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area, letting you get back to summer fun. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, Get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's project cost guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online, no more phone tag. HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy to get your home projects done, so don't wait. Get those projects done now and make the most of your summer. To find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to homeadvisor.com or download the free award winning HomeAdvisor app today.
4: The decision to put hardwoods on your floor actually isn't all that hard because the Home Depot has Bruce Plano Marsh Oak solid hardwood flooring at a new low price of just $289 a square foot. It was $379. Your floors will give you the great look you want now and a boosted resale value later when it's time to sell your home. Today is the day for doing and for adding value with Bruce Plano hardwood flooring for just 289 a square foot. The Home Depot, more saving, more doing. Offer valid through August 4th.
5: Why wait for Cyber Monday in November when Dell Cyber Monday in July is on right now and it's our biggest one ever? Score daily doorbusters up to $350 off this Monday through Friday on the very latest Dell and Alienware computers, including laptops with Intel Core processors. Plus, get free shipping on everything. Don't miss out on an amazing selection of electronics and accessories like Sony TVs. Just call 800-BUY-DELL or visit Dell.com slash Cyber Monday. That's 800-BUY-DELL for massive deals today.
6: When is a notebook? more than a notebook when it takes me from creative creative writing writing, to traveling the world to report my next story staples is your back-to-school destination find all the supplies and inspiration you need come in store this week for great deals under a dollar staples one subject notebooks are just 25 cents each and staples composition books and elmer's four ounce glue are just 50 cents each staples back to school and beyond in-store only and seven twenty nineteen. limit 5 on glue limit 30 on comp books and notebooks while supplies last
1: To the show Fifth Street Soccer Sports by Broadcast Network Series XM211. Nick and Kartik with you. So, look, before the break, uh, I told you today we're going to be getting into some politics. And uh, whether you're on the left or the right, or you're a communist or a white supremacist, or uh, whether you're on the far left, the far right, I can say this they are not good people on all sides. Let's just make sure that we put that out there. Uh, but the mainstream conservative media have been having an absolute field day with the u.s women's national team who have um by many accounts been uh, rather vocal in their celebrations of their success at the women's world cup and this has triggered a Firestorm of controversy, uh, not just about the way in which they win, but about their fight for equal pay, and of course the sexual orientation of many of the players. I'm just going to play this clip, and we're going to talk about this. This is Ben Shapiro, who is a conservative radio host, uh, who has is rather opinionated on this, and this is really the goal of this show. Kartik, you and I are going to sit as jury, judge and jury here, and we are going to okay. f- either find Ben Shapiro. We shall find him guilty of being a knob, or not guilty of being a knob, based on this clip that I'm gonna play right now. So here you go, this is courtesy of Ben Shapiro and his radio show uh, right here. So we'll chat chat about this uh, right afterwards.
6: Capitalism can actually raise your pay. So what you're saying is that the reason you're not getting equal pay right now is because you're not making equal money for your league. And the best way for you to raise your pay would be for people to come and purchase tickets and memorabilia from your team which suggests that this isn't about sexism at all this is about you just complaining about sexism for for publicity it's just this sort of stuff and there's no follow-up there at all of course and rachel maddow is never going to do the follow-up that's who's interviewing her there rachel maddow is never going to say to megan rapino so you're saying capitalism can actually increase your pay that's never going to be a thing that anyone on the left asks. instead we all have to pretend that this is that this is all normal and that it's not divisive at all and that truly she's a hero to everyone absolute absolute silliness absolute silliness and bad for the country by the way when even the stuff that we take a break with you know sporting is turned into this it's pretty obnoxious and we're not talking about 1968 in the middle of the civil rights movement with with u.s sprinters on the u.s national team at the olympics raising the black power fist because american politics are polarized around race in 68 we're not talking about that we're talking about Gay marriage is legal across the United States by Supreme Court diktat. We are talking about Megan Rapinoe is getting million-dollar contracts specifically because of her sexuality and because she is a very, very good soccer player. But let's not make any mistake. If she were a very good soccer player and she were not a very outspoken lesbian, she would be getting fewer contracts because she is seen as a political figure. She's, she's sort of Colin Kaepernick, but with actual talents at her sport. So it's... All of this is obnoxious, but we, we're, we're, we're supposed to pretend that actually she's quite charming and wonderful, that it is not obnoxious to live in the most, to live in the, in the best time for women, in the best time for lesbians, in the best time for women's soccer in the history of the world, and in the best country in the history of the world for any of those things. We're supposed to pretend that actually she's a victim and America's a terrible place so that she can make more money, presumably. Pretty gross.
1: All right, well, I think had Ben Shapiro spouting off about the Megan Rapino uh, U.S. Women's National Team. I mean, he, he he's all over the place on this one, Kartik. So let let's take this clip, shall we, and start with his concept, his notion that he thinks they're asking for equal pay and that they don't deserve it because uh, they need to get equal pay for their league. Their league sucks. They don't make money at their league. Therefore, capitalism isn't doing its job, and they shouldn't complain about it. Of course, Kartik. In my reading of this situation they are never asking for equal pay for their league. Otherwise we'll be in trouble. What the men at major league soccer will start saying they want equal pay, uh, than what the, uh, than what their, uh, um, uh, colleagues get in the European leagues. That's yeah, not what yeah. they're talking about. They're talking about equal pay when it comes to their appearances for the U.S. women's national team as compared to the men's team. That's what they are talking about. Unless Kartik, I'm completely reading all of this stuff wrong. No, you're reading it
2: right. In fact, there have been criticisms of the women's national team players from other people in the women's game saying that they're not fighting for equal pay or increased salaries for players in NWSL who are not part of that subsidized pool, which Bob talked about last night, of US Women's National Team players. So there are players, including a number of foreign players, foreign stars, Rachel Daly, who started for England in the match against the US is one of them, um, that don't make very much money in NWSL, and the Women's National Team is not fighting for their money. What they are fighting for is equal pay for equal work at the national team level. And quite frankly, it's hard to argue that when you consider um they get better results than the men. And they um and I, I think the argument that's been skewed towards, oh well, the FIFA FIFA generates this much revenue for the men's tournament versus the women's tournament. That's immaterial to me because the FIFA would generate that revenue for the men's tournament whether the U.S. qualified or not. The right. U.S. No one cares about the United States in the men's game. Um, you know, they, they're concerned about the U.S. market, but Mexico. Uh, if Mexico doesn't qualify for a World Cup, then it's a bigger deal in the U.S. market than if the U.S. doesn't qualify. Whereas the entire value. Of the women's game at the international level has been developed by the United States women's national team. Um, now it's beginning to become more of a, a media property in Western European countries. But I don't even know that the Women's World Cup would exist as a as a uh, property without the U.S. women being as successful not only on the pitches they've been, but in in marketing. So. Um, yeah, I think this is completely. Uh, ben Shapiro misses that completely, and and he's not alone. It's not just conservative commentators missing that. It's a lot of liberals also who have missed yes. that, quite honestly.
1: Yeah, That's no, no, fair. yeah, I completely agree with you. In fact, I was watching CNN, and they have a quote-unquote soccer expert, a woman who comes on to talk about, uh, you know, to talk about this stuff, and she's uh, fairly clueless about a lot of this as well. The bottom line is this is that the women's game exists because of America. The women's game is the 150 million dollar value for the women's world cup which is a revenue the FIFA will generate off it uh, this iteration uh, wholly because of Title 9. And shall we say liberal activism when it comes to equal access to college sports for men and women? Yep. The women's so, high-level women's soccer exists in the format we know it today because of Title IX and really no other reason. Because a lot of women came through playing club soccer and needed the, and universities needed a place to place scholarships so they could meet their Title IX requirements. And what better place than a women's program where you can scholarship 22 kids into the program uh, and meet your Title IX requirements? And as a result of that, women's soccer then achieved another funded level of play above the 18-year-old finish high school finish club soccer now there's something else to play what happened was uh, particularly with the 99ers is it showed the skill level of the women coming out of the college pro- collegiate program mainly American women and it spawned an industry and that is an American industry that it spawned and the largest beneficiary of that industry, other than women around the world who want to play now that women's professional soccer has taken off globally, the largest single beneficiary of that has been U.S. soccer and, a sec- and major league soccer, and a secondary beneficiary of that has been FIFA, wouldn't you say, Carter?
2: Yeah, I think that's certainly true, and I think Title IX has worked. Uh, conservatives, by the way, you know, publicly they may try and be PC or more, more, more uh, diplomatic, but privately they trash Title IX still, almost 50 years later. Uh, talking about it being uh, uh, judicial activism and legislative activism and and trying to uh, legislate outcomes uh, and equality, you know, the, 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 that it hurts the universities, it, all of this nonsense. Uh, this is a smashing success of Title IX, the U.S. women's program, then what it did to the international game, then how it benefited FIFA, now how it's rubbed off internationally, and so many of the women, top women who have played in this sport from western european countries and from australia and japan have gone to us universities
1: uh, in the past right exactly so His notion that capitalism won't help them is in fact wrong. It is capitalism that has got the women's program and U.S. soccer onto the level that it has. It is capitalism that has provided the bulk of the sponsorships for U.S. soccer because they bundle the men and the women's team. Of course, we're not talking about the uh, Mexican soccer properties that Soccer United Marketing has. Uh, Soccer United (laughs) Marketing is wholly owned by Major League Soccer uh, but buys the rights from U.S. soccer. Look, there's so much more to get to. We're going to get to the rest of it when we come back after this break on Fist Street Soccer. And again, at the end, we're going to have to pass judgment. Is Ben Shapiro a knob or not? Hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to stay open minded. We'll be right back after this.
7: That's
5: 800-470-7113. Attention, business owners. Are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call Amerifactors right now. Amerifactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivable and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables, not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With Amerifactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call Amerifactors right now. 800-847-1183.
7: 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183 800 That's
5: 800 Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words
1: All right, welcome back to Street Soccer, Nick and Kartik. with you. We're asking the question uh, asked since uh, time immemorial, is Ben Shapiro a knob or not? And that is based on his comments around the U.S. Women's National Team. Uh, more specifically, everyone's favorite target these days, Megan Rapino, the, uh, shall we say, the alpha female, of the U.S. women's national team. We already debunked Ben's first statement in the last segment about how capitalism isn't working for the U.S. women's national team. And Karthik, just as as an aside, there was a, I believe it was a Wall Street Journal article that looked at the sponsorship revenues generated for U.S. soccer. And they concluded after their investigative journalism uh, was complete that it was U.S. women that were the primary driver for sponsorships for Soccer United Marketing, and keep in mind, the sponsorship dollars go to Soccer United Marketing. Let, let let me just encapsulate this for our listeners in case you don't understand how this works. U.S. soccer owns the rights to the U.S. men's national team, the U.S. women's national team, the under-21s. Anybody that puts on the U.S. national Team soccer jersey... Their, the rights for their games and for their team, the commercial rights, belong to U.S. soccer. U.S. soccer has sold those commercial rights in advance to a group called Soccer United Marketing for, I think, $100 million, I think is what they sold them to. Am I correct? It was $100 million? We don't really
2: know because they're not transparent about this. I mean, they might have given them the rights for all we know. They didn't paper the deal until they were forced to because uh, okay, hold, uh, hold on. part of evidence
1: in a lawsuit. I, I don't want to confuse people, so I just want, I want to put this out there. So a, a group called Soccer United Marketing buys the rights from U.S. soccer. And then they, in turn, sell it to sponsorships. They then, in turn, sell the, it to the broadcast networks. For for airing on television, and they've also gone out and acquired the rights for the Mexican national team, or is it U.S. Soccer that acquired the rights of the Mexican team? Was it some or Not U.S. Some? It was so, some. some. So so they have the men's the U.S. men's national team, the U.S. women's national team, and the Mexican national team, and then they in turn go out and sell that to sponsors: Nike, Adidas, uh, VW, all of these other people. Okay, and they make the money now. Just so that you know, Soccer United Marketing. Is owned by Major League Soccer, which is our triple, our Division One men's professional league in this country. We don't know. They may be bringing in a half a billion dollars a year from these products, from from these properties, and that money goes gets funneled straight back into the men's professional league, which, by some recent valuations, is worth in the untold billions of dollars. Soccer United Marketing, yet. U- U.S. soccer gets a fixed amount from them, somewhere in the 100 million mark, I don't know, that's what we're told, but no one really knows. And then out of that money, U.S. soccer has to pay for all the infrastructure to do their job, which is to adjudicate the game, to uh, to run the professional leagues here uh, from, a, from a oversight standpoint, but most importantly, to run the U.S. men's and women's soccer teams. There was a Wall Street Journal article that looked into this and found out that the majority of the sponsorship dollars coming into Soccer United Marketing are coming in because companies want to have their brand associated with the four-time World Cup winning, women's World Cup winning, U.S. women's national team. So Ben Shapiro's Shapiro's, uh, idea here that capitalism isn't working is just dead wrong it's not working for the women on the team and quite frankly it's not working for u.s soccer but it is working
2: Uh, crony capitalism's working sure nick Um, major league soccer and soccer united marketing and this whole incestuous relationship they have with u.s soccer is the worst form of crony capitalism and in fact it represents a subsidy from US soccer, generated in a large part due to the success of the women's national team, to a men's professional league on the backs of the women's national team. Think about it that way. And I think this is going to be legally argued in court. So people get offended by me saying that, because I know I say it privately to some people and they get very angry, oh, that's not right to say that. MLS is doing fine. They don't need that money in the way you're describing it. This is going to get argued in multiple lawsuits in court, both the women's national team lawsuit that you talked about last night, and the NASL lawsuit, antitrust lawsuit against U.S. soccer, uh, which alleges that U.S. soccer gives Major League Soccer favorable treatment because they're in a business relationship with Major League Soccer via Soccer United Marketing. This is a very serious piece of the puzzle here and the conservative commentators and, and quite frankly liberal commentators who've weighed in on this too and i've had to try to explain it to some of my liberal friends that there is this whole construct of crony capitalism which they should be railing against because they they tend to uh not like uh corporate welfare and crony capitalism and, and conservatives should be railing.
1: All right, we're having a little uh, audio problems with with Kartik. He's gonna. Ha- we'll we'll ask him to-,
2: to. rally around in looking at soccer United marketing.
1: Right, uh, we actually lost a bit of you there, Kartik. You you cut in and out, but but that is absolutely correct. And so Ben Shapiro's idea that the women are not getting equal pay because their league, the NWSL, doesn't pay them that much, which is true. The NWSL is really struggling. Uh, keep in mind, it is the products. The NWSL is the place that the women go after they've gone through college, because the U.S. national team is not really a year-round place for them to play to get the highest level competition, is a league that is struggling and is unable to pay its players much money, yet the products of that league provide Major League Soccer and Soccer United Marketing a massive windfall of funds, which gets funneled to the Men's Professional League, and that is one of the reasons that the Men's League can afford to play its male players a lot more than its women players. Uh, So that is, in a nutshell, why Ben Shapiro is a knob when it comes to the first comment that he made. I cannot stress enough, though, the problem with this is As you pointed out that US soccer decided we don't have the infrastructure to sell to really effectively sell our product and they're the only National Association that I know that doesn't actually market their own product effectively they essentially give it for a flat fee to soccer United marketing and let them make all the money and again the driver for the money isn't the men it's the women and look the U.S. men's teams ranked, I don't know, the FIFA rankings are generally stupid, but they, they do show sort of where you are in the world pecking order. The U.S. men's national team is like ranked 30-something, if I'm not mistaken, Kartik. They're pretty far down the pecking order. Um, the U.S. women obviously are top, but there's a lot fewer countries that feel really competitive women's national teams. And I just want to make it clear, the U.S. men's national team and the U.S. women's national team and the Men's World Cup and the Women's World Cup, are two totally separate things. It is, I'm going to go on a limb and say, it's much more difficult to win the Men's World Cup than it is the Women's World Cup uh, because of the number of teams involved, because of the maturity of the the men's programs that play, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So that is why the Men's World Cup, which is the most popular sporting event on the planet, generates over $5 billion every cycle for FIFA, and the Women's World Cup generates $150 million for FIFA. And that is why the prize pools for the men and the women are so different. Now, in that regard, I will agree with Ben Shapiro 100% that when it comes to money from FIFA, there's a big discrepancy, and that's based on the revenue produced. But I'm not sure, until recently, Megan Rapino and the crew have not really been talking that much about the FIFA discrepancies, Karthik. I think when they do start talking about it as they have, they get on shaky ground.
2: Well, they're, they're only talking about it now because U.S. soccer, uh, somewhat adroitly, there's a lot of talking heads, uh, that that uh, take their cue from U.S. soccer and from MLS when they argue these points. Look, it's just like politics where you, you'll say, oh, if you watch Fox News or you read Newsmax, it's coming from the Republican Party. You watch MSNBC, uh, you read The New Yorker or whatever, it's coming from the Democratic Party. There were talking heads that we know in the soccer media that take their cues from MLS, right? And take of, their cues from U.S. soccer. And they started talking about the FIFA issue. So then Rapino and other women had to react to that. But they, it was a pivot. It was an adroit pivot.
1: Yeah. Well, let's face it. Most U.S. soccer journalists, most of the people that you, most of the talking heads that you hear on uh, those other stations or those other channels on Sirius (laughs) XM are, you know, are cronies, are bootlickers for Major League Soccer. And they do that because... Uh, You know, it is the top-level league that we have in this country, and they enjoy their press passes and their access and their free sandwich in the press box uh, on game day. And, you know, Kartik, you and I have stressed many times, I don't give a rodent's rectum about that. I've been to enough football games in my life that if I don't get another free pass or another free terrible sandwich, I won't care.
2: They give you some good meals at some events, I have to (laughs) admit, in the press box, But, but... Yeah, but you know what, I, what, I, what I'm saying is, and you and I are on the same page here, those people, because of the access they have, or because they uh, have some sort of sense of loyalty, uh, a lot of them get very, very insular and nativist about uh, U.S. soccer and MLS, uh, start firing off these arguments. And it was a pivot, it was a redirect. Uh, they, the Wall Street Journal article came out. There were other uh, documentation that came out that was irrefutable at that point about the revenue in this country, within this system. We have this sum issue also out there. So there was the pivot. And after the pivot, the women have to react to that, unfortunately.
1: All right. So look, uh, when we come back after the break, uh, we are gonna talk about the other side of Ben Shapiro's article. The, uh, uh, ben, not article ben Shapiro's uh, rant on his radio show where he mentions that, well, Megan Rapinoe may be a good soccer player, but the only reason she has large million-dollar contracts is because she is a rather outspoken lesbian. All right, we're going to talk about that when we come back, right here on Fifth Street Soccer. If you've got something to say, we'd love to hear from you. 800-878-7529. Do you think we're full of it? Are we the knobs? Or is Ben Shapiro? Love to hear from you. We'll be right back. Hey, did you know that Discover offers home equity loans
4: with zero application fees, zero appraisal fees, and zero cash due at closing? That's a lot of zeros, but all those zeros can add up to something big. A home equity loan from Discover can help you use the equity you've already built for things like home improvements, major purchases, or consolidating high-interest debts into a low fixed-rate loan. So you can make big changes with zero worries. Home equity loans are offered by Discover Bank, NMLS ID 684042. Learn more at discoverhomeequityloans.com.
7: It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price tv ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years and through this special radio offer you can get your very own for just 60 dollars. just mention promo code radio so put on your tv ears and make everyone happy 800-984-4207 800-984-4207 800-984-4207 that's 800-984-4207
4: Paint pros know what you don't paint is just as important as what you do paint. So the Home Depot has bulk pricing on a full assortment of 3M painters, tapes, and paint essentials. Everything you need, every day. Like 3M hand masker film and Scotch painters tape. For the cleanest results on every paint job, 3M and the Home Depot have got you covered. With bulk price savings on 3M paint essentials, every day, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. US only.
1: by newest to Lavelle, the game's opening up, Rose Lavelle, lovely run, great goal, brilliant goal, Rose
6: Lavelle might have won the World Cup for the United States with a fantastic goal. £90,000 in my pyjamas I've got 40,000 French francs in my fridge I've got lots of lovely lira Now the Deutsche Bank's getting dearer And my dollar bills would buy the Brooklyn Bridge
1: There is nothing quite as wonderful as money There is nothing quite as beautiful as cash some people say it's folly, but i rather have the lolly. With money you can make a splash. There is nothing quite. All as right, as money. Have it. Nothing money, quite as beautiful as money. Uh, you know <laughs> I, I guess that's the root cause of all of this controversy around the US women's national team. Uh, Nick Gieber with you, Kartik Krishnaya, Fifth Street Soccer here on the sports byline broadcast network series xm 211 look we are uh, deciding whether this man ben shapiro is a knob or not now i want you just to listen to this clip uh, and then we will resume the discussion
6: we're talking about that we're talking about gay marriage is legal across the united states by supreme court diktat we are talking about megan Rapino is getting million dollar contracts specifically because of her sexuality and because she is a very, very good soccer player. But let's not make any mistake, if she were a very good soccer player and she were not a very outspoken lesbian,
1: she would be getting fewer contracts. All right, okay, let's just stop that right there. All right, now look. <laughs> oh dear, I, it's hard for me even to, to, <laughs> to start with that. Uh, let's, uh, Karthik, if you go back to what we said earlier about the U.S. Women's National Team being the brand the driver of revenue for U.S. soccer, well, pardon me, for Soccer United Marketing. And because it's such a lucrative product, Soccer United Marketing want to buy this, these rights from U.S. soccer. Um, It's the success of the women's program, driven over the years by players who are outspokenly gay and straight, by the way. I mean, not every player on the U.S. women's national team is gay. I mean, this is this is a, a a myth. Nor nor does it matter. I might add. But Megan Rapinoe is essentially the leader of the U.S. women's national team, who just won their fourth World Cup.
2: Correct. But two heterosexual players. Who are married uh, in, in the case of Alex Morgan to another professional soccer player, to a male uh, serving Servando Carrasco and uh, uh, Carly Lloyd, have more promotions and more ads than Megan Rapino. So I, Ben Shapiro didn't do his research when he talked about this. And we're coming off a World Cup where Rapino was the Golden Ball winner. Now maybe she'll get more more promotions now than ever um, because of because of that. But. Even within that team, the two players who have been most exposed—I just drove by NBC Universal and Telemundo's headquarters in Miami last week. Big image of Carly Lloyd. Big image of uh, Alex Morgan on the side of the building. Big image of, uh, uh, of Messi, also. But The two women were the, these two U.S. women who are both heterosexual,
1: right. by the way. Yeah, and by the way, kartik uh, j- just just to make something uh, just to make something clear. Before I became. Uh, the world's greatest and most famous talking head radio pundit in the world of soccer, and the best ever, I might add. See, I'm doing a little Megan Rapino for everybody. Um, I was actually in the marketing world. Uh, I did corporate marketing, this is a long, long time ago, because I've been broadcasting over 20 years, uh, for big, big public companies, and I was ahead head of marketing. So I know how marketing works. And I can tell you that the holy grail, the holy grail of marketing is to get to women, because women are the primary deciders of where money gets spent within the household. This is from a marketing perspective. And I'm sorry if if you're listening to this and it seems sexist to you. Uh, I apologize, there's no sexism meant here. This is just kind of a marketing fact. Women are the holy grail of marketing. And here you have a highly successful, internationally successful women's team that is appealing not only to women but to patriots and to people that want to stand up and wave the American flag and say we are the champions. They're, the value of these women is almost unlimited to sponsors which is why if you look at the commercials that run during the women's game, you'll see it's the VW family van, the electric one that they're doing. It's It's all these other sorts of products. This is a juicy, juicy prospect for marketers. So Ben Shapiro is just dead wrong here. A woman like Megan Rapino, who may well be gay, who we all know is gay, who's very outspoken about it, and God bless her for that. I, I, I don't care what people do behind closed doors or who they decide to love or marry. That's none of my business, okay? She is successful as Ben Shapiro just kind of said as an afterthought, because she's a bloody good soccer player, and not just that, Karthik, she is a leader. And I would say it's her outspoken leadership of the successful team that makes her valuable. Look, you look at anything. You lo- Napoleon didn't go and fight the battles himself. Patton wasn't right. in the trenches shooting the Germans. MacArthur didn't personally kick the Japanese out of the Philippines. The troops did it, but they were the leaders, they were the generals, they were the alpha males, and in this case, Megan Rapinoe is the alpha female. She is the poster child of this team, along with others. This notion that it's only because she's gay. well so, uh, let, let, let me get this straight. There is a, a national, international brands that are gonna say, wow, you know what, we're gonna have Megan Rapinoe as our spokesman because she's gay. I'm sorry. You, you just remind. me. I just don't he, see he just it. reminded me of, yeah, it, it's
2: about the leadership and the charisma around the individual. Uh, the, the famous story of, you mentioned Napoleon. Uh, he escapes from Elba. Um, king Louis the Eighteenth is going to have him. Uh, you know, he's an outlaw, right? The Congress of Vienna declares him an outlaw. He meets troops sent by the king, right? right His and he former troops right. to capture him. And what does he do? He says, "Any of you want to shoot your your general, your emperor? Here I am." They all rally behind them. That's the kind of character, those are who leaders are. Megan Rapinoe is that sort of leader. And I have to say also, it's very odd for conservatives who rally behind Donald Trump the president now, who said he he was about America winning again, and he made these ridiculous campaign speeches in 2016. We're going to be winning so much in, in international competition, we're going to be winning so much, you're going to be sick of winning. America hasn't done a whole lot of winning since he became president. We've won this major sporting competition, this worldwide sporting competition, yet he had to, because he has to have the attention. He's the narcissist. He interjects himself in the conversation in the middle of the World Cup. Um, and is is essentially trashing the serial winners who are winning on behalf of this country. It's crazy. What do you think about it? It's an inherent contradiction, how they've reacted to
1: all of this, right? You, you, you would think that and look, I, I know sponsors, I know sponsors. Uh, look, Kevin Spacey accused of um, uh, you know, inappropriate actions with you know, a, a, a grown up man, in a bar, his career has been trashed. No one has accused Megan Rapinoe of anything inappropriate whatsoever. I will tell you, Megan Rapinoe is appropriate because she has won. She led her team to victory at the Women's World Cup. America won the Women's World Cup. That is why she is a valuable property to sponsors. She's also smart, and yes, she's outspoken, but has she has she really, at any point, Kartik, said anything that would turn sponsors off? And you, we know how touchy sponsors are, right? They're very yeah. quick to pull the plug on somebody if they think they're con- too controversial or you know uh, irritating the uh, the other 50% of the country. That has not happened here. This woman is not controversial about her sexuality. She is only controversial because she's come out and said. When it comes to the women on the national team, we need equal pay to the men. That's it. That has nothing to do with her being gay at all. But but in
2: fact, when uh, uh, they have been interviewed in the past on 60 Minutes and other shows, Good Morning America. Again, I mentioned Carly Lloyd. She was the big star of the 2015 World Cup. She's one of my favorite players of all time. So I feel like I can say this. And I think she's, she's just a wonderfully intellectual and articulate woman an advocate. Uh-oh. and advocate Alex Morgan at times even though her public persona is a very likable persona has been more aggressive about the equal pay argument at times I think this goes to Rapino being a homosexual and it also goes to her advocacy of Colin Kaepernick a couple years ago when she kneeled in solidarity with him conservatives have picked on that and they pick on her not singing the national anthem which by the way Josie Altador did not sing the national anthem Uh, at the uh, Gold Cup final. I, I noticed that very clearly. I know there were matches in the past where other US men stars did not sing the national anthem. I want to say Clint Dempsey didn't always sing the national anthem. You never hear it about them. So I think this is a clear political play by conservatives because she was in solidarity with Kaepernick and she's homosexual and she dyes her hair whatever color that they're trying to make her into a lightning rod issue. And you know what? All they've done is elevate her profile.
1: Well right, they've elevated their profile and I think that certainly uh, because of uh, comments like Ben Shapiro and and other and other pundits uh, claiming that uh, th- this is now uh, that the person that stood on the podium and collected uh, the gold medal was the LBGTQ excuse me L, LB well you know what I mean uh, the movement was the one that got the gold yeah. medal. I, I just just so 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 wrong, so wrong on so many levels and it's it really irritates me and and Karthik um every one of Ben Shapiro's arguments doesn't hold water
2: no it doesn't and I have to say maybe Shapiro is doing this also to get back in with a lot of uh conservatives who may not have liked his views about Donald Trump, which I actually respected. He was uh, he was one of those few conservative talking heads two years ago, two and a half years ago, that was skeptical about Trump's candidacy. But this is part of what a lot of conservatives have done in the last two years, which is backslide in order to overcompensate so they don't lose their listenership, they don't lose their audience. Notice Glenn Beck has done it, too. He made some very principled comments in the past. Now he's backsliding. Uh, I think it might be about that. Uh, honestly, I mean, only Ben Shapiro can tell us whether that's his motivation or not. Um, but I think it, there might be some marketing uh, for him. He's talking about her being marketed for a specific reason. That might be a defense mechanism because he's actually saying this for marketing reasons.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, I, I I think for us to look at the U.S. women's team, for us to look at the success of the program, to us to look at the growth of women's soccer, which is now starting to take off worldwide and to make this into a gay advocacy issue, which it is not, which no players on this team have ever made it out to be, is doing a gross disservice to programs like Title IX in this country that have produced something wonderful. And by that I mean a vibrant, growing, exciting, popular, commercial, women's professional sport. And all we have to do now is hope that the Women's Professional League in this country will grow and be successful. On that level though, Karthik, I'm afraid I'm not as sanguine.
2: Yeah, I, I agree, although um, nice start this weekend on ESPN uh, for NWSL. They had 77,000 viewers, that's not great, but that's not a lot less than uh, MLS would get if they were on that channel. In fact, it's probably around the same. So. Portland, orlando game without the national team players back so let's see how it does the rest of the season if there's actually a bump for that league but yeah i'm not that
1: optimistic about where NWSL's headed all right folks well the uh, the arguments have been made the jury has heard the arguments the question before the court at this point is do we as professional soccer pundits find ben ben shapiro to be a knob or not a knob well stay tuned we will give you and bring you the verdict live right here on 5th Street Soccer right after the break. And just a reminder, if you like this and want more of it, we do actually talk about the game quite a bit. Uh, We are with each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Tomorrow we'll be talking transfer market. Uh, There's some big movements going on, specifically Spurs and Arsenal. Uh, Loads to get to. But when we come back, we'll give you the verdict. All right, uh, you're back with us here on Street Soccer, Nick and Karthik, with you. We're talking about Ben Shapiro's comments about the U.S. women's national team. We spent the last hour looking at the evidence and uh, dissecting his uh, rather inappropriate and uh, misguided comments uh, during his radio show. Uh, Kartik, uh, we have given this a lot of thought, uh, and I would like to know how you feel. Is Ben Shapiro guilty of being a knob end, or is he not guilty of being a knob end?
2: Well, I think he is guilty of being a knob end, but he's no different than so many others out there, so I don't want to necessarily single him out, but then again, he provoked this discussion, right? So he's a knob end.
1: Yeah, I'm going to give you my verdict. A two-judge panel will decide his fate. He is a complete... Total and utter knob end. There is no doubt there is no larger knob talking about this than Ben Shapiro, and for and there is only one reason that he's doing that, Kartik. And here it is, Kylie. It's wank, wank, money in the bank.
6: This one's just for you. Wank,
1: wank, money in the
6: bank. All right,
1: Ben Shapiro, wank, wank, money in the bank. Let's face it. He's just a wanker. I mean, I don't know what else to say at this point. But anyway, uh, these arguments don't hold water. Uh, it's nonsense, and we need to stop the politicization of this and just be happy as Americans that we won the World Cup and let's put an end to it because the transfer market is going on in Europe. The Premier League's about to kick off and Kartik This show will be making a big, big pivot talking about our favorite leagues Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. Isn't that right?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, transfer season is underway. Lots of
1: good stuff going on. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, we certainly hoped that uh, you will join us Monday through Friday, six p.m. Pacific, six p.m. Pacific, nine Eastern, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, Sirius XM two eleven. Just a reminder, uh, you can always catch replays of our show on iHeart tune in or at uh, SportsByline.com or the Sirius XM app. Until tomorrow, have a great night. Don't be a wanker. Hi, this
5: is Ron Barr. If you like insightful, interesting sports talk and interviews with the biggest names in sports,
0: then join us for Sports Byline USA, coming up next on the worldwide Sports Byline
2: USA network.